Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Uh, Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. I'm Barry Strom, your host. Our goal is to educate as many people as possible about the afterlife. All of us are going to face it. And we want you not to fear it. So anyway, we currently have over 475 videos on our YouTube channel covering all aspects of the paranormal, including animal communication. And our channel is in my name, Barry Strom. I'm Connie Strom, your co-host. Last week, we did a rerun on Archangels because of the 4th of July holiday. Two weeks ago, we did a show featuring animal souls. We received more phone calls than we could handle in our allocated hours. So today we're going to continue with the information we did not get to concerning animal souls and open our phone lines during all three segments of the show. If you lost a pet and would like us to try to contact it on the other side, give us a call. Our number is 866-472-5788. And the phone lines are now open. Okay, today we're going to try to continue our challenge about souls of animals. Now, we're going to begin by asking our master guide to help us communicate with our two cats, Bodie and Leo. Now, this we have absolutely no idea how this is going to go. We'll try to have our guide answer more questions about animal souls. Now, as we've pointed out on our previous show, you need to understand that just as you have a human soul, family in heaven. You also have an animal soul family or animal soul energies that return to you multiple times and they'll be in different animal forms. Now, as we told you last week, Connie has an animal soul that has returned to her three times, twice as a cat and one time as a pony. Now that soul is now a black cat. She's seven years old and her name is Bodie. Now we're going to see if we can get Bodhi to channel with us and answer a few questions. Bodhi, would you like <laughs> to speak with us today? I was thinking you'd never ask. <laughs> you talk to other people, but you never give me a chance. So, yes, I surely would like to. Okay. How many lifetimes have you been with me? More than you can count. I've been with you through many reincarnations, and I would think that I would be with you more in the future, assuming that you want me to come back. (laughs) Go ahead. Why do you choose to continue with me? Have I been great? (laughs) Not as good as you think you have, (laughs) but, but... You are the best that I've been able to find. I tried other souls in the past, and at least you're more consistent than they have been. Okay. Are you with me when I'm on the other side? Of course. Keep in mind you're on the other side more than you're on this side. So, yes, when you're here, and occasionally I do come back with other members of the family when you're not, when you, when you're not in an incarnate form. But yes, I'm with you when you're on the other side as well. Okay, I'm almost afraid to ask this, the whole, all of our listeners uh, listening in, but are you happy here with us in this lifetime? 
maybe. <laughs> there are times that I'm very happy. But then again, there are times that you upset me very much. Okay. <laughs> Let me guess. That's when I'm on my iPad playing games and when I'm on my phone, right? Well, that's part of it. But every time you go out and leave us alone, it makes Leo and I very unhappy. Is there anything you'd like to change? I wish you'd try to find me some better, better wet food. Everything that you get for me stinks, and I don't like it. I don't even care too much for the treats that Barry tries to give. But if you would try to get me some better wet food, I would certainly appreciate it. I do get tired of eating it. And I don't know what you put on that plate this morning for my butter, apple butter, or peanut butter. (laughs) But whatever it was, please don't do it again. (laughs) That means I have to go out and buy more almond butter for you. (laughs) You're a spoiled thing. Uh, Would you like to give our listeners a message? It'll be a short one. Don't ever underestimate what we animals hear and know on this side. We hear every word that you say. And we have feelings. Our feelings can be hurt just like humans. We we understand many of the problems that you have with us. And sometimes we just simply have to do things that make you mad. But that's us being an animal. And especially when you're a cat like I am this life. But I'm very happy. I'm glad I came back. And just don't leave us alone as much. Okay. I got one more quick question for you. Do you prefer being a pony or a cat? I like being a pony. It gave me the opportunity to buck you off once in a while when you made me mad. When you're a cat, there's not much you can do. But being a cat is is probably the best. Get more lap time that way. Okay, Leo, would you like to say anything? Actually, I would, yes. So... I'm happy that you've given us a chance to speak. You give everybody else a chance to speak, but not us. Is there anything that you would like to change? Well, we don't like it when you leave and leave us alone in the house. Now, we know you don't do that, do it that many times, but we do like to be with you. And it's a big house and we get nervous when, when no one else is here. I wish... I know that we're picky eaters, but I too would like to have some soft food once in a while. And I know you've tried different flavors, but generally they just all stink. Try to find one that doesn't smell bad. I think we would like that one much better. (laughs) We'll see what we can do. Uh, Are you basically happy though in this lifetime? Yes. I'm glad I came back. I don't enjoy seeing all the ghosts in the house because you two are always talking to them. And sometimes they scare me a bit, but I have seen some amazing spirits here. And all in all, I'm quite happy. Leo, have you been with any members of our family in prior lives? Because when you were Ginger, our daughter's dog, when she went to the... uh... Kennel. (laughs) The kennel. (laughs) 
to find herself a pet, you broke out of the gate and flew up to her like you had known her in a prior life. Was that so? Yes. I have been been with the, the soul that you call Tracy many times in the past. It is just that this time Bodhi asked me to come along and he said that I would also get to see her when she visits and that I would enjoy a change. So that is why I'm with you in this lifetime. Okay. Uh, do you have a message for our listeners? I don't think so. I just appreciate what you what you and Barry do for the two of us. I know you try to make us happy. And I know that every once in a while we do things that you don't like. But that's the story with animals. So thank you. And I really appreciate the fact that you gave us a, the opportunity to talk today. Okay. Well, we love you both, as you know. Okay. Thank you, guys. I got to admit that went better than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, with Bodhi, you never know what she's going to say. Um, yes, I've been blessed with able to communicate, being able to communicate with animals, and uh, R two can be a piece of work sometimes, especially when uh, when Bodhi says what's on her mind. Anyway, Connie, let's ask Laura a couple of general questions and. Uh, Everybody remember out there, the phone lines are open. If you have questions about your pets, give us a call. It's Connie. Hey, Laura, thank you for joining us. Uh, how is it possible that we can communicate with living animals? There is really not a lot of separation between the dimension that animals can speak and communicate in and that of humans. Sometimes it is possible that, well, let me start this way. Animals also have guides. They're often the same guides that are with the humans that are in that, that human soul family and the animal soul family. So we can boost their energies so that they can speak. And if a person has cleared their mind and has some psychic abilities, it's quite possible that they can have life, live communication with their pets. If the animal wants to speak, of course, there are many times that the animal doesn't want to talk. <clears throat> and there are certain animals as you go down the chain of animal energies that are incapable of ha having enough energy to be heard. Animals can communicate among themselves very nicely. They have absolutely no problem with it. It's just that humans are on, shall we say, a different frequency and a different sound dimension. So it's more difficult for the average person if they don't have these psychic abilities to communicate. Can animals see into the dimensions of heaven? They can see into multiple dimensions. They're not looking into heaven as such, but they are looking into a, to the spirit dimension. They can see earthbound spirits. Keep in mind that earthbound spirits are not in heaven as such, but they are still in the dimension of earth. 
and animals have the ability to see into that dimension. Can an animal remember an event from its prior life? Yes. I know that you've had experiences with animals in their prior lives. I know that Barry can speak of an incident that you had with Bodhi that would assure individuals uh, just how aware animals of are, not only of this lifetime, but of others. Okay, I think you're talking about the time that we tried to cut Bodhi's and Leo's claws. Whenever we try to trim the claws of our two cats, and we never hurt them. We were always incredibly careful with them. But Bodhi was unbelievably scared of it. First of all, we'd have to catch her because, believe it or not, she can read your mind. And if we would, if we mentioned the fact that we were going to claw, she would run right under the bed, and that'd be the end of that project for the day. And when we want to trim Bodhi's claws, we cannot even think of the fact that we're going to do it. So one day we wanted to trim Bodhi and I caught her and I, I have to hold her. And I asked her, I said, Bodhi, why are you so afraid of us trimming your claws? And she said, well, in my past life, she cut me twice and it really hurt. And I just think she's going to do it again in this lifetime. And in fact, on two different occasions, we'd cut Bodhi's claws too short in, when he was with us in his prior life. And then I asked her, I said, well, Leo's also scared. Why is he scared? And she said, well, I told him what you did and that he had better be damn careful when it comes time to cut the claws. So there is absolutely no doubt that these cats have, our two cats in particular, and I'm sure all cats, have the ability to remember events that have taken place. Uh, I see we have a call coming in, but let's hold it until the next segment so we have plenty of time and aren't rushed. And let's just take another question from Laura, and then I see Patty's online, and we'll talk to her when we come back. What is, what is considered the smartest animal on Earth? There are a lot of animals, especially in the wild, that have incredible intellect. The cat family is very, very intelligent. The lions, the tigers, the big cats, they have incredible intelligence. Uh, they are underestimated, and in many ways that uh, in many ways they can be as logical as humans, especially when they're stalking when they're hunting, when they're caring for their family. The big cats show great love for the, uh, for the members, uh, the females in, in the prides, the, the children, the young. Another family that is very intelligent are the advanced members of the dog family. There are certain dogs that are incredibly intelligent, you see them show up with uh, law enforcement a lot. Wolves, wolves in the wild are incredibly intelligent. They take care of the herd. They watch out for the young. And if you ever watched our 
uh, a herd of wolves traveling in, in the wintertime, they will actually have the older and weaker wolves in the front of the pack. Because if they had the the weak in the in the back and something happened to them, it would be possible that the pack would move away from them and that they would be lost. So wolves have a great respect for for seniors and for the senior members of the pack. If you ever watched animals in general, they are very, very protective of their young. They are often more protective of the young than even humans. So don't ever underestimate the ability of animals. They are very, very intelligent. They have the ability to reincarnate. Some of them actually have fairly complicated life plans. So animals are truly amazing in their understanding. Okay, let's take a short break. And when we come back, I see we have Patty on the line from Pennsylvania, and we'll speak with her. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom. Hey, welcome back, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. I see that Patty from Pennsylvania is still on hold. So, Patty, you're on the air. Hi, Larry. Hi, Connie. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing okay. How are you, Patty? Doing good. I'm at okay. At least I'm okay. as good as I'm, we I'm could so... after talking to our cats. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, my God. I was cracking up. That was so funny. They do our personality plus they have. 
Oh my! Oh God. yes. <laughs> so this was exciting for me because I was getting my oil changed and I was like five minutes late getting onto your show. So I was surprised to see that you were going to um, channel animals again. And last week you had told me that my pearl is a like a reincarnation of my first cat kitty. So that was interesting. But my question is just, I just want to know if Pearl is okay and happy and does she need anything? And I'd really like to know why she does this God awful howling at times. Like somebody is like tearing off her tail. (laughs) I don't know what it is. And I'm like, is she getting kitty cat dementia? Is something wrong? But then when I call her, she comes right over like nothing is wrong. So I don't really know what that screaming howling is. Okay, so you would like to talk to your cat. Um, I guess, unless Laura can tell me, you no, know, well, that she's okay and well, if she uh, needs anything more. No, well, we have, when when we speak to animals, we have another guide called Roz that helps us, and he's incredible. Oh, okay. So let's... Uh, However me, you want to do let, it, Barry. Let, let me let me see if we can talk to your cat. Okay. Hi, Patty. It's nice to talk to you. <laughs> the, there are times there, there there are times that I can see other spirit animals. And when I do Sometimes I try to communicate with them, and I know it sounds weird, but that sound that you hear that that I make at times, that is me trying to communicate with animal spirits. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah. and I would appreciate a little more wet food, please, if you would. I know. She's a little picky. <laughs> Welcome to our world, Patty. <laughs> you're really talking to her. <laughs> oh my goodness! She said, "I know you're trying to have me lose a little weight, but it ain't going to work." <laughs> no, I know. I just want to keep her happy. She's a she's a senior kitty now, and I'm like, you know what? Whatever makes her happy, I'm I'm going to do. <laughs> Yeah, she's saying, you keep going with that, dear. I think that that's a wonderful idea. Yes. Well, I'm very happy that I got her. I got her at a time when I was upset about losing my other cat, and I really didn't want another cat. And she just turned out to be, well, I guess you just turned out to be just a really wonderful, wonderful pet. And, uh, yes, I'm very happy that I took her. She's she's different. Like she has very soulful eyes. Like I say, sometimes she has human eyes. Yes. <laughs> well, one thing I want you to understand is that I I hear every word that you speak to me, and I appreciate the affection that you show. I love being with you in, in that as as kitty in prior life and it was a very special time you were wonderful and i came back just as soon as i could because i wanted to be with you more oh yeah i I had a hard time letting go of my kitty (laughs) 
it, it, it was time. Sometimes humans don't understand that it is different for us. We really don't fear passing because we can see into the other side all the time. So we know there is nothing to fear. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Any, awesome. any other questions while you got your cat on the line here? <laughs> no, no. I, like, what I want to know is um, not my finest moment, and I'm not really sure what she did. I think she either tripped me or scared me, and I yelled at her, and I know, I know that I scared her, and I actually asked her to forgive me, and I asked God to forgive me because I'm like, that is not me. I'm not like that. I love my animals. I, I love all animals. And I just want to know if she knows that I didn't mean to be like that. I really didn't even feel like myself. No. And I, ha- I haven't done it since, and I promised her I would. I heard you, Patty, and I accepted your apology. It's just that you couldn't hear me say that that was fine, that I understood. And and I did accidentally trip you, but... Oh, okay. But you'll I couldn't notice remember it what it was. But you'll notice it hasn't happened since. No, it hasn't, and I haven't. I won't ever yell like that again. That that was totally not me. I don't yell like that. It's 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 no problem, dear. Just know that we are that I am extremely happy with you. Okay, good, very good. Thank you. Right. It was <laughs> nice chatting with you. Nice chatting with Barry and Connie. And their whole entourage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got the whole family here today with both cats. <laughs> I know they're they're funny. I, I, yeah, I always say I'm never getting another cat, but then I can't imagine not having one. So no. hopefully, Pearl will stick around for a few more years. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. All right, Patty. Thank you um, so much. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. Uh-huh. You too. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. If anybody wants to speak to us, the lines are open. So, Connie, let's go back to asking Laura a couple more questions about animals. Laura, why do we find mammals such as dolphins in the ocean? Mammals, keep in mind, humans are mammals. There was a time in human evolution that God felt that if he created intelligent creatures in the water, since there was so modern, since the earth was basically covered with water, and he felt that water creatures would have the ability to evolve into the fig into the figures that he desired, he wanted individuals such as humans. And keep in mind, in different planets, there's many, many different types of incarnate individuals. He wanted a unique type of individual on Earth that would have the ability to evolve and to show its intelligence. So he created mammals or human-like structures, bodily not bodily structures, but forms, DNA types, that would exist in the water and hopefully have the ability to come onto land and to advance and 
to do, hopefully, and hopefully to develop itself into an evolvable culture and civilization. After a period of time, he realized that the figures that he wanted for Earth would not be able to evolve from water. But these very intelligent water forms still exist and have many characteristics very similar to humans. So he had to create humans, another, a different type of form that he felt would have the ability to evolve. And so far, humans have increased in their intellectual abilities and their knowledge. The question if they will be able to learn to coexist and get along is another one that they have to solve. But that is why there are such intelligent water creatures as mammals. Can an animal reincarnate as a human and vice versa? No. Animals can, can reincarnate in higher forms, but their energies are different than those of humans. A human soul energy is just simply much different from that of an animal soul energy. They don't have the ability to interchange. Animals have the ability to do many things humans cannot do, but they do not have the ability to return as a human themselves. So how do animals communicate with each other? They can communicate in many different ways. One thing that animals can do that, anim that humans have not yet learned to do is communicate telepathically. They can, they can communicate by making sounds that are in wavelengths that humans cannot hear. Sometimes they understand the different sounds that they make. For instance, your cats understand different types of the meowing sounds. They make different types of sounds verbally that humans can hear. And sometimes they may even make sounds that you can understand. If you've ever listened real close, you might have heard uh, Bodhi or Leo give a sound that sounds like yes or or no, or some simple words. So they are hearing all the words that humans are speaking. And sometimes they try to emulate those words as best they can. Yes, we did hear Leo say no already, right after we go to bed. Mm. Uh, does an animal's intelligence ever approach that of a human? Actually, it becomes very close. Keep in mind that humans are using very little of their intellectual capacity in their brains. So many of the higher forms of animals are extremely intelligent and use large percentages of their brains, a larger percentage than what humans use. So it is possible that animals can do many things and they can approach a relative intelligence range. Uh, 
some animals can do many, many different things. They learn commands. They are very logical. If you ever watched an animal hunt, for instance, uh, like when a cat pursues another animal, they can do many different things. Animals can be very smart in protecting their young. They can have many characteristics. It is possible that animals can approach a relative intellectual level with humans, but humans have a much greater capacity for intelligence. As humans develop, they should be able to form an intelligence far beyond the level of, of any animal. I believe we have a ways to go. It's the goal of a human soul to progress in the realms of heaven. Does an animal soul progress like a human soul? Believe it or not, animals can progress. For instance, there are different, we will keep in, since you're familiar with the family of cats, let's keep in the general level of, of felines. You can have lower level animals. You can have animals that progress, the cougar, the lion. There are so many of the big cats are incredibly intelligent. And an animal, if it ventures out of its soul family, a cat, for instance, it may choose to come back in the wild. And if it has progressed and lived many lifetimes, and animals learn just the same as humans do from multiple lifetimes. They have experiences. They are in different situations. Each time an animal reincarnates, It'll be in a different form. For instance, your Bodhi was a male Tonkinese cat in his prior life, comes back as a female black cat in this life. In prior life, Bodhi was a show cat. In this life, Bodhi is just simply a spoiled cat. <laughs> so animals learn different lessons in each lifetime. And those lessons will help it move up in the animal kingdom. So there's a pecking order of animals just the same as, as in, in humans and how they reincarnate. Mm -hmm. What is the highest position in heaven that's possible for an animal to obtain? For instance, are they limited to lower levels? No. They can be... Animals are not restricted into the realms. An advanced animal will have more desire to go into the upper realms. But basically, an animal will live in the realm that the soul family lives in. If the human soul family is in the, shall we say, the fifth realm, then the animal soul family will be with them in that fifth realm. And an animal has the ability to follow a person after their judgment upon return. For instance, if a human is relegated 
to a lower realm, then that animal can go to that lower realm with them. Now, that's assuming you're not sent to the lowest realm because there's nothing there with them. But if the human was in fifth realm, did not do what it was supposed to in its incarnate life, and is sent to the fourth realm, that animal soul can go to that lower realm with them and not be penalized. If the human was to advance, say, from the fifth to the sixth, then that animal soul would be in an in a higher realm than it was before it came back. So animals do not play by the same rules as humans when they are judged. They have much more actually they have much more flexibilities because they humans need to be responsible for what they do while it is possible that animals are are shall we say cut more slack than humans. Okay, let's uh, take another break. When we come back, if anybody would like to speak to us about their animals, we would be happy to speak with them. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to give us a call. So, Connie, let's uh, have some more questions for Laura here. Yeah, a friend of ours contacted me this morning, and he would like to know, why would an animal so ever return as a cow or a chicken, knowing it would end up being killed to feed humans? Well, first of all, Animals don't have a fear of death. It is only, 
humans have this great fear because they don't understand. But animals, shall we say, look at things differently. An animal would be on the lower tier of expectations and evolution. That soul might return as an, as, as an animal that was put on Earth to feed humans. Keep in mind that the animal knows when it returns what its life is going to be like. But that an animal such as a, a an animal soul that chooses to come back, so, and I'll keep using the cow as an example because it was its responsibility has been to feed humans through the years. But that is an an animal that was meant to act as a food source for humans. That soul that comes back as a cow knows that it has to progress. And it has to, shall we say, pay its dues and live lives such as a cow would live in order to understand different lessons, just as humans have to perhaps live a life in poverty to learn a lesson. So the animal soul does, is, is far different from a human soul. It does not share many of the thoughts that human souls would have. And it certainly doesn't fit. It doesn't possess the fear of death that humans have. Do animals come back with a life plan like humans? Yes, they know what they know what's in store for them. It's not as detailed as a human. For instance, when Bodhi came back, the guides had prepared a life plan for it that would introduce you to Bodhi and Leo. When you told the story the other week. The animals, the, the people that heard the story would understand that the animals were born almost 100 miles away from where you and Barry were living at the time. The guides provided a type of life plan to assure that you would get to meet, that you would be able to find Bodhi and Leo. Yes, <laughs> whoever those guides were, you, Raj, you did a fantastic job. Hey, does the animal soul make the decision if it wants to reincarnate? Absolutely. The animal soul can stay over in heaven. Many animals are very happy staying with their human soul families in heaven. But when they see a, a soul that they're especially close to to return, they may make the decision they want to come with them. They, the, <coughs> the animals may understand that they want to move up and be able to come back as a higher as a higher animal form so they will make the decision to come back or not will an animal soul help greet a human soul when it returns to heaven absolutely humans have great affection for their pets so if they have not reincarnated and are in incarnate life with them when that, when that human soul passes, the animal will be there to greet them coming into heaven, just the same as the other members of a human family or animal soul will be there as well. Are animal souls judged when they return to heaven? <clears throat> Not like humans. Animals 
cannot ch- cannot choose a, a life of evil like humans can. So they're they're not basically not judged if they helped act as guides or or performed other acts that were very beneficial to their human to their human companions. Then they will be allowed to return as a higher class animal when they when they make that reincarnation decision. So do animals sometimes act as guides for humans? Absolutely. The spirit guides can work through animals. They can bring comfort to humans, especially animals are very, very important for a human after they've suffered the death of a family member close to them. They can bring comfort. They can bring joy, laughter. They can do many things. They can help people with depression. They can be service animals. There are many, many things that they can do. And much of it acts as, as a guide for that that human. Uh, you sort of answered this. Is If an animal's sick and the human puts the animal down to prevent the suffering, does the animal hold a grudge? <laughs> I know several people, myself, who just cannot bring themselves to put their poor suffering animal down. Well, as I said, an animal doesn't fear death. An animal basically knows it's time. You've had experiences where animals have gone into the woods to die, your pets. You have had times that you've had to put your pet, your animals, as you refer to it, down to let them come to this side. The animal understands sickness and suffering sometimes much more than a human. It has looked into the spirit dimension. It understands what's on the other side. It does it does many things, but it does not hold a grudge. Just the same as if a hunter kills an animal. That animal soul does not hold a grudge. It is simply the animal doesn't fear coming home. Humans do. That's a huge difference. It is far better for you to put an animal that is suffering and allow it to come home. Keep in mind that if that animal was in the wilds, that it would take care of its death on its own. The animal is not afraid to die. The animal wants to stay with the human, but it understands when it's its time. That is something, that is a characteristic that a human does not have. Do animals have any extrasensory perceptions, such as seeing the future or the past? Uh, They have very minor abilities to do that. As I told you earlier, they have extrasensory perceptions that they can use for communicating with fellow animals. When you communicate with an animal, such as you just did earlier in the show, then that is a time that you are using an extrasensory perception that you've developed. When Barry speaks with an animal, he is doing the same thing that that animal could do with another one, with another animal, if I'm being clear. It's telepathic communication. It's it's a very, very advanced method of communication but animals 
Animals are amazing creatures. Whales communicate amazingly in the water. Mammals can communicate among its young. It is... Animals have a sense of communication that far exceeds anything that humans can realize or understand. How is it possible that animals can hmm. see spirits and humans cannot? Well, first of all, animals have the ability to see at night. To do that, they are looking into the in infrared spectrum, and they are seeing as they would see with other types of, of light emission. Earthbound spirits are in that dimension that can be seen by using that type of visual light spectrum. Humans have drawn away from it. There was a time that humans had great night vision because they lived in the outdoors. They had to, to exist at night. They had to protect themselves from animals that hunted at night. So there was a time that primitive man had great night vision. As they evolved, they no longer needed that vision. So other type of vision occurred to them. They have a, a keen sense of sight in daylight with that visual spectrum. And animals have a still are required to have a different type of visual ability. So that is how they can see the spirits in that other dimension. That's how they can see at night. That is how that is how they can exist at night. Humans now need a flashlight to see, but animals do not. Why is it that some people have the ability to communicate with animals and most of us don't? Some, well, it's the same reason some people have psychic abilities. They have, they are able to clear their mind and they are able to hear in that dimension in which the animal is trying to communicate with other animals. The guides will help strengthen the energies for the animals, but it is it is a rather unique ability to be able to clear your mind and to get into that audio dimension. That I know for a fact. So, Laura, would you tell us about animal souls in general? Animal souls are totally unique from human souls. They have great abilities. The animals have abilities far beyond any comprehension that humans have. They, are, they can communicate with humans. Their shortfall is that they have trouble communicating back. If a person cannot open its mind to the audio dimension in which that animal is trying to communicate, you will not hear it. The animals are much more aware of what is taking place communication-wise around them than, than humans comprehend. There is, there is so much going on 
toward the animals that they cannot understand many things that humans have trouble understanding, if that makes sense. Animals don't fear death. They know what their path is. They know what will happen upon their passing. They're looking into dimensions other than what humans can see. They are doing many, many things that humans have trouble comprehending. Just know that, you, that animals are wonderful individuals and love them and respect them. Absolutely. I refer to our pets as gifts from God, and they are. Indeed. It's, our pets are, well, as you could tell, <laughs> we're pretty close with them. All right, next week, we're going to explore reincarnation and past lives. We'll take calls in the third segment. If you'd like to call in and see if we can tell you something about your past life, you are welcome to do so. I'm currently in the process of preparing my 10th book for publication. It is based on communicating with the archangels. I think that when it comes out, and we'll have it probably within a month or two, that it will be a wonderful book for you. So, Connie? I'd just like to thank you all for joining us this, today on the Voice America Variety Radio Network. Just please give us a thumbs up and tell your friends about our show. If you'd like to see more of our channelings, we have, I believe, 475 videos covering all aspects of the afterlife on our YouTube channel, which is in the name of Barry Strong. Thank you for joining us. We're here every week on the Variety Network. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the Voice America Variety Channel at 9 a.m. Pacific Time.